The Next Level Life podcast is all about mindfulness, mindset, motivation, and conscious entrepreneurship. My name is Christine Corcoran, founder of Periscope Coaching, business and life strategy coach. Each week, I will bring you a new episode with a thought, insight, or interview with an inspiring thought leader or successful business owner to help you push past your fears, tap into your purpose, and inspire your soul. Ready to get started? Let's go. Welcome to the next episode of the Next Level Life podcast. Recently, I've been asked a few times about how to transition out of a nine to five and also how I transitioned out of my corporate job. So I thought I would spend a podcast diving into some key things that I did to prepare myself to dive into my own business, but also to, with having the beauty of having hindsight now, some things I possibly would have done differently. So I really wanted to give you really key actionable steps to be able to walk away and put these into place because I think it's so important to plan how you're going to leave your nine to five if you really want to dive into doing what you love and really being able to set up a business because without your business running really well, then leaving your nine to five can seem really daunting and some people just literally quit and they use that as motivation to push themselves to do well in their business. But then others, if you do that, you put yourself into fight or flight because you can't survive with no money. And then you put all of that pressure on your business to make money. And that's a really, really hard place to stay focused, to be able to take action from a place of serving your clients rather than coming from a place of scarcity and need to be able to make money. So there's some really key things that I did to set myself up to be able to feel like I was confident enough to leave my job. And I really want to share those with you today. So first and foremost, I would definitely start with setting yourself a deadline. So when would you like to leave your nine to five and what are you willing to do to get prepared to be able to leave your job? So set a goal, set yourself a financial goal in your business, set yourself a goal of how you, what you would like to have set up prior to leaving your job. Because I think it's really important that we plan ahead and have some form of savings or have a financial goal set aside that you're going to have some money to support you while you set up your business. Because if you rely on your business to be making you um, a full income right from the get-go, then you could be possibly putting yourself under a lot of pressure and a lot of stress And that's not necessarily the most beautiful place to start a business from. So I would suggest you set a deadline. Think about it. Is it going to be six months? Is it going to be a year? Is it going to be 18 months? Totally up to you where you decide it to be, but then backtrack. So set yourself a deadline and then reverse engineer it and plan what you're going to create in that six, 12 or 18 months and set yourself some goals and plans in place to create that. So building your business before you leave your nine to five would definitely be where I would start. I started everything way before I left my nine to five because I really wanted to be able to leave and take those calculated risks rather than just jumping because without, you know, I didn't want to have to rely on anybody else to pay my bills. I didn't want to have to rely on asking my parents for money or anything like that. I wanted to make sure that I had a successful business and I was confident that I was going to be able to support myself before I left. So what were some key things that I did? Firstly, I created a savings plan. So set aside money each month to be able to make sure that I would have some sort of money uh, set aside before I left. And I had a plan. Like I was literally like, I would like to have be able to support myself for a minimum of four months before I would have to rely on my business to make money. 
Okay, so literally that work that out with whatever you feel like you would need to survive. So I literally sat down and worked out all of my expenses, my living expenses, my mortgage, like everything that I needed to be able to survive and worked out how much money would I need each month to be able to support myself for four to five months. And that was my savings goal. Okay, so I literally set up putting some money aside every single month uh, in my corporate job so that I could work towards that savings goal. Okay, and then basically worked on, figured out what I needed to create, what what did I need to have in place for me to be able to leave. So I was literally mapping out those months beforehand, before I left my job and what I needed to have in place. Obviously, I needed to have clients. There was no business unless I was getting paid for my coaching. So I literally set aside creating the business right from the get-go. So I set up social media accounts. Uh, I made sure that I had obviously my ABN, my business name registered, insurance, like all the bits and pieces that you needed to do. So I literally went went ahead and started my business way before I left my corporate job. And I worked on building it up to the point where I felt like I could leave. So I set myself a deadline at the same time and I went ahead and started building the business. So you might think right from the get-go, well, I can't set up social media pages for my business because what if my work find out? So... I'm going to tell you what I did and you could totally do whatever you feel is right for you. Um, but I basically set up a Facebook business page and a Instagram page. I didn't touch my LinkedIn, um, because it really wasn't my focus for my business anyway. And I, so I set up my business pages on Facebook and Instagram. And what I did is actually, and I had, I was literally running three Instagram pages at the time and so I had my normal Instagram page for myself, my private one. And then I had, which I had all work friends on. I had work colleagues, um, bosses, like they were all on my Facebook and Instagram. And so what I did is I actually went through, created a list of people that I knew I didn't want to know what I was doing. I didn't want them to see what was happening behind the scenes because I obviously didn't want to put my job in jeopardy. So I literally went and looked at that list and I went and found them on social media and I blocked them from all of my accounts. So then they couldn't see anything. There were some key people that close to me that were really close work friends that I let kind of let them know. That's what my plan was that eventually I would be leaving to do my own business. And I asked them if they saw anything on Facebook that was related to my business to not like it because I didn't want them because they were obviously still friends with a lot of my work colleagues and bosses. So I just asked them to be mindful of that and to notice and it happened a couple of times where they actually liked some of my stuff. So I actually called them up and was like, can you unlike that post? <laughs> um, and it was a bit awkward, but it was, they were totally fine with it. They understood what I was doing. Um, so yeah, so I went up and I started creating my social media pages. And I think that's really key because you want to start acting as if you are a business. You want to start embodying that. And what are some key things that I did is actually sat down and I wrote a list of things that I needed to be doing in my business on a regular basis and things that I would be doing if I was full-time. Okay, so if I was full-time in my business, what were the key activities that I would be doing? So I literally created a list of those and I started mapping those out into my diary around my full-time job. So I was literally scheduling in time between 5.30 and 9 p.m. of those key things that needed to happen in my business. So some of those things were um, like 
breaking down a list of like, obviously I would need to be doing my accounting and balancing out my books. I would need to be uh, creating podcasts and posting them out. I would need to be creating uh, content for my social media pages. I would need time for working on my client sessions, time for clients. Like I would literally map out specifically those things that needed to happen. I knew would be happening when I was full-time in my business. And so what I did is then scheduled those into my diary over the weekends, as well as in the evenings after my full-time job. Um, for me, it was evenings. Obviously, go and do mornings if you prefer and you feel like you more have more energy in the mornings, but I'm very much energy-focused in the evenings. So I literally mapped what, mapped out those, and I said to myself, if I'm not willing to put in the work and effort in the things that need to happen in my business now while I'm working full-time – what would make me believe that I would actually be able to do those when I was working in my business full time? So it was almost like an ultimatum for myself to say, hey, if you're willing to show up for your business now and you're willing to put in that work and you put in the hard yards and the hours, the late nights and working all weekend, then you know and you prove to yourself, I was proving to myself that I could do it and I was going to be willing to do it when I was full time in my business. Because when you're in your business and things are busier, you know, that's when it gets difficult. It's not when you're working full time and you're going to a nine to five job and then there's bits and pieces you need to do in the evenings and they're the easy parts, right? Like if you are not willing to go that that hard yards, then what makes you think you're actually going to be willing to do it when you're full time in your business? So I literally created that schedule in and then I went to work and I, and I made sure that every single week I was showing up for my business and I was showing up for those appointments that I'd scheduled into my diary as if they were full paying clients. And through that, I was able to create a beautiful following on socials and started to show up um, online on a regular basis so that I was starting to build like and trust with my clients. So then I was considering, then I looked at, okay, so how can I maximize the time that I have? Because it was all about time, right? And it was maximizing the time that I had while I was still working full time, as well as work towards building my business, right? So there was two things happening there. One, it was, what were some key things that I needed to learn that I knew I would needed to, needed to know for my business to be successful later down the track? So I actually looked at what was some key things that I needed to learn and what skills did I need need to upskill in. And I went and actually utilized my time in the job that I was in to upskill. So that was key things like taking on online courses. It was going to um, events. It was going to uh, like learning from other people. So sometimes it was actually just checking into the um, development that I had within the role that I was doing where I could upskill as well as purchasing other online programs or putting myself in certain um, situations where I could learn from other people as well as utilizing my time more effectively. So if I had a lunch break, I would take that lunch break to make sure that I was doing things that I needed to do for my business or I was learning. And there were some key things like I really, really wanted to learn SEO and I really wanted to learn more about website development and I wanted to learn more about uh, Facebook advertising and bits and pieces like that. So it was literally like, okay, so if I'm going to be in this job for the next six months, how could I maximize the time that I'm here? And it was going, well, there were some key things that I still felt like I needed to learn and I made sure that I put those things in place so that I could maximize that time, right? And then it was utilizing some sick days that I had <laughs> as well as uh, saving up my annual leave 
So previous years, I'd actually used a lot of my annual leave. I'm very much, I don't like to leave annual leave on the table. So I would literally utilize it in holiday because I'm a big travel buff. So I would travel a lot. So I didn't have a lot of annual leave, but in hindsight now I would have made sure that I didn't use that annual leave and saved it up. So then when I left, I would have got a, a, high, a bigger payout of my annual leave hours. So definitely do like save up your annual leave as much as you can. Obviously you're not going to get sick pay. So you're not going to get paid out your sick leave. So I would definitely maximize on taking a few sick days here and there, mental health days, wherever you can. Um, don't abuse it. Obviously you don't want to burn bridges and I didn't abuse it at all. I feel like I literally got to the last three months that I knew I was leaving and was like, Oh my God, I haven't used my sick leave. <laughs> so I took a couple of days here and there. And some of them, I was actually, I was a little bit sick, but I wasn't really, you know, I kind of possibly could have worked through it, but I decided no, I'm going to use a little bit of this sick leave. And then I developed myself. So worked on um, building my network as well throughout that time. So how could I utilize the people that I knew within that to, de to delve into building my network? But then also too, I um, made sure that I continued, continued, continued to work on building my business and building my network um, throughout the time that I was still working full time. So um, so that looks like going to events, going to uh, networking events, like all that type of thing. So, and I was literally going out and meeting people and telling them that I was a, a business coach. So obviously I was already, and I was doing that actually in my corporate job for a long time too. So it wasn't a lie, but the reason why I wanted to say this to you is that if you need, if you want to feel ready to be able to dive into your business and take that leap, then you need to embody the person you want to be. So going out and saying to people, like literally going to networking events and meeting people and people ask you, what do you do? I was literally telling them as if I was in my own business already. So literally embodying that. And I wasn't lying. I was actually like already started to see clients and I was already, um, I'd been a business coach for many years. So it wasn't something that was, um, a, a lie or anything like that. Um, but it was like, if you are, say, say you're transitioning completely out of a role that's different to what you're going to be doing, I would be going out and telling people in your new role what you do, right? So I'd already had all the qualifications, like there was all of that had already come, come had, I'd already done, but this was the last six months, I guess, of really putting those key things into place was going out and I was speaking at events. I was meeting other people at events and actually speaking and I had business cards made up, it was literally going up and showing up as the person in my business. Okay, so key things, right? I'm just going to recap a little bit before I move on. Um, so set a goal, create that deadline, decide when you're going to leave and then reverse engineer all of that so then you can make a plan for how you're going to leave. Start, set up everything. So set up your whole business. Use your time around what you're doing and set up your business. Maximize the time you have left and upskill, upskill, upskill. Learn whatever you need to learn in the lead up to leaving. Set yourself up with a financial goal. Set yourself up with some savings so then you, when you do leave that you actually feel supported for at least three to four months at least. Like if you can do six to six, to six seven, eight, nine months, obviously that's much more effective. But if you can only save, you know, that three, four months, at least you've got a little bit of a buffer to support yourself so you're not putting yourself under huge financial stress and and challenge. And I look at it too, like even if you wanted to go part-time, go part-time, right? If you have the ability to do that in your job and you can go part-time, that is so much more easier, but I would still take all of these steps into play. Still set yourself up with a beautiful um, savings 
set aside, still set yourself up with maximizing the time and scheduling and everything and showing up for your business on a regular basis. Because when you go part-time, it'll feel like you've got more space and you've got more time, but you really should be maximizing that time with clients and paying clients, right? So utilize that time, set yourself up and go part-time if you possibly can. That would be, that would be really easy to do and key to do if your job allows it. And then obviously continue to build as you go. Um, and what I meant by that too is literally build your build your business and show up for your business as well is you want to make sure that you're creating enough work to so you can hit the ground running as soon as you can. So when you do leave that you've actually already got clients set up, ready to go and you're working in your business because you don't want to sort of leave and feel like you're on holidays. Like I felt like I was on holidays for um, three weeks, I think, after I left because I was like, this is weird. <laughs> um, but then it just was like, go back to those key things that I'd set into place, all the action, the daily tools, the daily action steps that I need to take to show up and show up for my business on a regular. So yeah, set everything up, get yourself prepped and dive in. And then when it gets closer, when it gets closer to that time when you're, you're about to leave and you start seeing that all that hard work come to fruition and you start seeing um, like even like the new clients that you take on board while you're building your business, all of that money should be set aside for your business. You want to make sure that you're maximizing because even or even if you're using part time or even if you even if actually like this happens, I notice I've noticed with a couple of people that they go full time in their business, they freak out financially and then they have to go back and find part time job and then they kind of take it on as a failure. But it's not a failure. If that's something that you needed to do to be able to support yourself financially so you can continue to work on your business, that's actually just really good business right? Otherwise, what you would find that you would have to go and end up closing the business anyway. So utilize that money that you're taking on from your part-time job to support the business, put it back into advertising, put it back into marketing, like utilize it. So it's actually growing your business rather than just supporting you as well. So if you end up leaving a job and you've got no money and then all the pressure is on to find clients to make money, not only to support you and your lifestyle, but also to support the business, you're starting on a complete back step. Like you're just putting so much pressure on yourself. So be smarter and actually make a plan and stick to the plan. And then when things get a little bit closer and it starts to feel more real and you're actually about to leave, start telling people what you're doing. The more support that you can get early on, the easier it's going to be down the track. So when you start telling people what you're doing, they're more likely to show up and support you along the way as well. And the other thing I would really suggest is just before you leave, take some form of a holiday. It doesn't have to be long or, and I wouldn't suggest it be obviously really expensive because you want to make sure that money's going to your business, but take a break before you dive in. It's one of the key things that I learned because I didn't do this and I wish I had had, I had, because when you're in your business full time, there's a different feel around the money that you make. You want that money to be there for your business and you want your money to be there to, um, obviously in profit for your business. So utilizing it on personal things like a holiday seem really hard to do. And it's like, when I could be utilizing that for the next stage of my business, or I could be utilizing it for events or advertising or marketing, like all, or, or a VA or a, or a part-time assistant, like all these types of things that you think that are, did, are going to grow your business when you get to certain stages that you kind of don't do because if you don't have that extra money sitting there. So what one thing I would definitely suggest is take some form of a break before you dive in full time. And if that just means a long weekend, 
do it. It's one thing I didn't do that I wish I had done. Taking out literally a full three or four days where I could literally close everything off and shut everything down and just literally be and relax and unwind. And it's one of those key things that I really wish I had done now to prepare myself mentally for the the um, impact of jumping into your business. So yeah, so some really, really key things there. And I think it's something that a lot of people don't make a plan and they just think they just need to build their business up to actually leave. But set yourself a deadline and make a specific plan around it. And it's just so much easier because you can see those results coming into play. And then you know it's much, it's much, so much easier to take that calculated risk and make that jump when you know you've got some support to back you up for the next three to four months. So I had set myself up financially. I actually left at um, tax time. So I also had my tax return. Uh, I had a little bit of annual leave and the savings that I'd set aside, as well as I had um, a steady stream of clients coming in for at least for the next three months. So I was literally stepping into doing the work that I loved straight up. Because, And the reason I say that is because I'm not bragging about that. It's not at all, but it was the results of the hard work that I'd put in for six to eight nine, I think it was probably nine months, um, beforehand. So it was literally like, I kind of had set myself that deadline the year before and then work to work towards creating this plan to be able to leave. And then being able to leave around tax time was really helpful to be able to have the tax return come back as well. So it's kind of just buffered my extra savings as well as setting myself up to support myself for four months before I needed to rely on the business to make me money. So really think about that. You want to make sure that you're setting yourself up to take care of yourself at the same time because the thing with business is that when you put all of that pressure on yourself and you may have other outside pressures as well with family, friends or um, life, then if you are able to support yourself financially and you know that you can take that calculated risk, risk it's so, 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 so much easier to take that leap. And please do it because you will love it. If you are the sort of person that likes to to create your own schedule, set yourself your own goals, work towards it for your own own success, then definitely, definitely do it. Our work life takes up so much of our lives that you may as well be doing something you absolutely love. But just know it's not necessarily a walk in the park either. So you've definitely got to want to actually love, love, love what you do and be passionate about what you do and be willing to go through the hard yards to get it. So I wish you all the best and I hope that you do dive in and let me know if this has helped you. Please share with me on Instagram or Facebook any takeaways that you've had and some key things that you're going to put in place before you dive into jumping into doing what you love. I hope you have an amazing week and see you guys next week. Thank you for listening and I hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Next Level Life podcast. I'd love to hear any takeaways that you've had from today's episode, so please share with me on Instagram and Facebook. And if you feel so moved, please pass this episode on to any friends or family that you feel may benefit from it. Looking forward to speaking with you next week, and here's to taking your life to the next level.